This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast, sponsored by Bemidji State University and Northwest Technical College. The Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast is also sponsored by Visit Bemidji. Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors covers the lakes, woods, trails, wildlife, and anything else going on outdoors in Paul Bunyan's playground. Coming up today on the podcast, we're going to find out about the Lucan's Village Foods United Way Fishing Tournament. The big story is it's expanding all the way down to the Brainerd Lakes area. Brainerd Lakes anglers, listen up. You can join this fun event coming up in July. Aaron Schmitz has the details. And Steve Sapaniak of Predator Guide Service prepares for the opener. And it looks like we will actually have one. It's all coming up on the podcast next. But first, if you love the outdoors and are looking for ways to align your education with future employment in the trades, Northwest Technical College in Bemidji is for you. Explore state-of-the-art technical education in six career paths, automotive, building trades, business, health, child care, and manufacturing technology, all in the heart of Minnesota's Northwoods, surrounded by more than 400 lakes and, of course, limitless forests. The shortest path to your dream job and a good bite is at NTC, Bemidji's Technical College. Learn more today. Visit ntcmn.edu. This is Dick Beardsley, and this is Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. Well, today on Fishing Paul Bunyan Country, we're going to talk about the Lucas Village Foods 4th Annual United Way Fishing Tournament. Aaron Schmitz, one of the key members of the committee, joining me. And Aaron, I think one of the most exciting things about this tournament is uh, we just uh, we just found a whole bunch more water to fish. Yeah, we did, Kev. It, uh, it's it's a pretty good deal. I mean, we've discussed the expansion of this for for a few years. Um, we are now fortunate to be working with the United Way in the lakes area, the Brainerd area, which covers uh, Aiken, Cass, and Crow Wing counties. Um, we are partnering with them and expanding this to their area as well. So not only are we going to be adding, you know, lots of lakes, um, we're hitting one of the other largest fishing communities in the state, aside from Bemidji, and, you know, we're, we're bringing in some big big bodies of water, some potentials for, you know, big fish, um, and as well as, you know, partnerships and sponsorships in their area, helping, helping grow their United Way Foundation as well. So it's, a, it's very exciting from our side as a committee member. Um, I, I've been talking to some of the anglers and stuff, um, behind the scenes and, and telling them and everybody's really excited for it. And I think this is going to be the next big step in the United Way Fishing Tournament. Oh, absolutely. When you talk about Trammy, Clearwater, Hubbard, Aiken, Cass, Crowing counties, you're talking about the, you know, the, the gull chain and the whitefish chain and Cass Lake chain and leech and half a Winnie. I mean, we're talking some really Really, really productive bodies of water, and that's a lot of people that can be part of this and, and make this a really, really cool event. Yeah, I think, you know, our our fishing community here in Bemidji is is huge. Um, I, I know that, you know, not just Bemidji, but I, when I say our local community, I mean, I'm talking Cass Lake. You know, Walker is, you know, a very backdoor neighbor to us, a uh, big fishing community down there. Walker Leech Lake has never been uh, eligible body of water for this tournament. Now it is. Um, you know, aside from Bemidji and the Walker and Cass Lake area, Brainerd is, is huge fishing community. Um, I, I think that they, 
you know, do just as good a job down in their community with their anglers and their tournaments and stuff like that, that this, this should create some serious buzz. Uh, we got a few really nice things in the work with some, uh, some fishing industry promoters and stuff like that, um, that I think is going to be key. And, you know, I, I'm really hoping that we can get into that, you know, 100, 150, maybe 200 boat uh, level this year. You know, last year we were down a bit, you know. We, we were under 50, but, you know, a lot of people forgot that, you know, it was the all-school reunion last year, and there was quite a few teams that didn't fish it because of that. I think we get those teams back with the advancement and the partnership with, you know, the Brainerd area. I think we've grown a lot, and we have a lot of potential here. should be a great deal. All right, so here's the thing for people to know. July 22nd and 23rd, 6 a.m. Saturday the 22nd until 6 p.m. Sunday the 23rd. That is when you can fish any of those lakes in those counties. And uh, and for those uh, who are new to this tournament in, in those other areas, this is a fish donkey tournament. You register on fish donkey. You pay on fish donkey. You, uh, you know, you, you weigh your fish, so to speak, on fish donkey. And uh, you don't have to travel anywhere for a rules meeting. Um, it's just you fish where you want to fish and see what happens. Right. Super simple. Um, I think Fish Donkey is, you know, probably the industry leader, especially in, you know, Minnesota. It's used in a lot of tournaments. A lot of guys are familiar with it. And even if you're not familiar with it, they have some very good um, videos and tutorials and stuff on their website that will help people get comfortable with it and understand how to use it. Um, you know, we're going to make a few changes on it this year. There's going to be a, one more requirement prior to fishing, um, and that's just going to help, you know, eliminate some of the gray area, ensure that, you know, it's the two anglers and the two anglers only in the boat. Um, we're going to have standardized bump boards. You know, they will have to pick up at a local establishment in their area. Uh, we have those in the works uh there's going to be a lot more information in regards to that where to get registered where to get signed up where to pick up your bump board uh we got a lot of cool things you know we're acquiring prizes and donations in kind from many generous sponsors um you know i'm not going to let the cat out of the bag but we are hoping to pay back to at least 10th place this year um you know that's if we you know hit our goal of boats that we have to to make this work for both United Way uh, areas. Um, you know, it like Kev said, it's a two-day deal. It starts Saturday morning at 6 a.m. all the way through Sunday evening at 6 p.m. You can fish as much or as little as you would like. Uh, I think the big thing that, you know, we as United Way members and the people that are putting this on is that, you know, don't look at this as a way to go out there and, well, I'm not going to, invest and donate my money to a fishing tournament that, you know, I, I might not have a chance to win or do this. Find a kid, find a son, find a niece, a nephew, a grandchild, grab your neighbor's kid, <laughs> take them out fishing, introduce them to the outdoors. You as uh, angler have the opportunity to potentially win that kid a lifetime license. The kid won't have to worry about it, you know, ever in the future. So we're giving a lifetime license away to the top finishing youth at the age of 15 or under in both the walleye and the bass division. 
So, I mean, it's it's going to be a huge deal. I know the kids that have won it in the past have been very gracious. And you know what? Even if you don't win that, you just look at it as, as hey, you know what? Me and my partner invested $100 each to the United Way. Right. I mean, it's it's as simple as that. It's It's okay to give to people in need. And you know what? It gives you a reason to get out there and spend some time on the water. And if you catch fish, it's a bonus. A hundred dollars a person, uh, two hundred dollars a team. By any tournament standards, that is a very, very reasonable fee, and it all goes to the United Way. Plus, we got great sponsors who are giving money to the United Way. So this is a really good tournament. And uh, and you know, I mean, if you win, you'll win a decent check too. I mean, there's, don't forget about that. <laughs> yeah, no, we're working on getting that dialed in, uh, and I think we'll have some news coming out here in the very near future. I think I think everybody's going to be excited. Um, you know, we want to make it and have it as an incentive for the teams that want to go out there and compete. Um, and, and you just never know. I mean, all it takes is five good bites, and, you know, you got a chance. We'll have all kinds of information on uh, Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors and Fish in Paul Bunyan Country and, and the stations that carry it. Uh, uh, plus, you know, just go to Fish Donkey to get even more info and, and to get uh, locked in and signed up. Yeah, and the other thing I think we would like to mention is, you know, there is still sponsorship opportunities out there for some local businesses. Um, You know, if you have ideas, you want to get involved, uh, you want to take part in it, there's ideas that you have, please don't reach out. Feel free to reach out to the United Way. Um, Myself, Kev, Danae, Carrie, any of the United Way committee members on the Derby, and, you know, we'll see if we can make something work. Um, you know, one thing that we have made a commitment to is we don't want it to get too extravagant, and we want to make sure that, you know, the sponsors that do come forward with this and have been with us in the years past, you know, it doesn't get so convoluted that there's not, not much value to it. But feel free to reach out to us. I mean, there's there's so many ways that we can get more people in the community, businesses involved, and give back to the people in need. It's the Lucas Village Foods 4th Annual United Way Fishing Tournament now uh, for the United Way of Bemidji area and Lakes Area United Way in the Braidwood Lakes area. You can fish any lake in Beltrami, Clearwater, Hubbard, Aitken, Cass, and Crow Wing counties. This includes the Cass Lake chain, half of Winnie, and now Leech Lake as well. Uh, it's going to be an exciting tournament, Aaron, and uh, we've got a lot more information coming, so people should keep tabs. Um, but $200 a team, once again, and it all goes to the United Way, so it just just seems like a slam dunk to me. Yeah, it's it's a good deal. I mean, the money we've raised from this tournament the last the last few years has uh, has really helped people, and you know, a lot of especially kids and getting them in the industry, getting them out fishing. You know, it, it's a great deal. All right, he's Aaron Schmitz. He's part of the uh, Lucan's Village Foods United Way Fishing Tournament Committee. Also runs Northwoods Bait and Tackle now at their new location, by the way, on Highway uh, Highway 71 North, right? Yes, sir. We are in the old Rays Marine building at 1728 Fern Street Northwest. Come uh, check us out. We will be one of the sponsors for the event. Um, My guys over there, uh, they know a good amount of information in regards to the tournament they can help you with any issues that you may have or questions that you may have with the fish donkey will be a pickup location for the bump boards for the tournament um you know we are all stocked ready to go and 
have the doors open for fishing opener. Um, All right. You know, we've also expanded into the archery area and hunting area. So stop in and check us out. All right, Aaron, thanks for taking your time today. Uh, We'll be talking about this many, many times between now and July. Sounds good, Kev. Thank you for everything. Appreciate it. Get it on your calendar, July 22nd and 23rd. More details coming soon. The Lucas Village Foods United Way Fishing Tournament. And again, it now includes the Brainerd Lakes area, Leech Lake, Cass Lake, Chain, half of Winnie, and all the lakes in Hubbard, Beltrami, and Clearwater counties as in the past. Up next, Steve Sapaniak of Predator Guide Service. Hi, this is Dick Beardsley, Bemidji Area Fishing Guide. I'd like to invite you to come to our beautiful town of Bemidji. We've got over 400 lakes in our area teeming with walleye, pike, muskie, bass, and panfish. We're the gateway to the Chippewa National Forest. We've got miles upon miles of biking and hiking trails. Paul Bunyan and Babe the Blue Ox. Fine shops and eateries in downtown Bemidji. Headwaters of the mighty Mississippi at Itasca State Park. Beautiful resorts, hotels, and bed and breakfast. Visit Bemidji one step further. This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors podcast, sponsored in part by Bemidji State University. You can pursue your passions with a world-class education in the heart of Minnesota's Northwoods. The drive to acquire deeper knowledge and develop greater wisdom is already in your nature. So join us on the shores of Lake Bemidji. Minnesota's premier Northwoods University can help you make the world a better place than you found it. Learn more at BemidjiState.edu and schedule a tour today. BemidjiState.edu I'm Kevin Cochran and you're listening to Fishing Paul Bunyan Country. Steve Sabaniak from Predator Guide Service joining us once again today. Steve, welcome back to the show. Thank you. It's great to be back, Kevin. Uh, the sun is shining and the ice is starting to melt on the lakes. I'm getting all pumped up for opener. I, you know, I'm get, I'm a lot more confident than I was about a week and a half ago. That's for sure. We're certainly seeing the ice move here and open uh, swaths of water. So I think a lot of lakes will be open for the opener. I don't know if all the big ones will, but I think a lot of them will be ready. I agree with you, Kevin. I think the biggest ones in the state are going to be a little bit tougher to have them clear of ice. We'll be able to fish, but not all the spots. You know, you got to watch for that big ice chunk out there in the middle, or maybe that north wind blew it to the south. You just never know. you got to be careful. But uh, if we can't get on the lakes for myself and my crew, we're going to hit other small lakes. So there's plenty of good ones around the area, Kevin. Absolutely are, and of course, uh, you know, I mean, I mean, I know you, uh, you love the muskies. We can't do that for a month or so anyway. Uh, so, uh, you know, if you're going for walleyes, northerns, uh, panfish, whatever it is you're going for, uh, there's plenty of lakes that have those. Oh, no doubt. Plenty of lakes is right, Kevin. Our best day on, uh, on the big pond for walleyes was 76 walleyes in a five and a half hour period. That was fun, but you know, if the walleyes on these other small lakes are are going to be a little bit tough to tough to catch, I'm definitely going after panfish. I mean, those sunfish, bluegills, and crappies are just starting to move, and it that's just as exciting for me as tying into a 26 walleye. What's uh, what's Malax looking like right now? A lot of broken up ice, a lot of huge, huge heaves, Kevin. We've got heaves all over the place moving around. Uh, a lot of areas like uh, Walk-On Bay yesterday, I was up there checking out my cabin, getting things ready. And, you know, 150, 200 yards out, it's open water, but then again, it turns into ice. Uh, you know, on the east side and west side over there by I-80s and up towards Eddies and stuff, they had some huge ice flows. 
and I've been noticing too, talking with some friends of mine up there and everything. There's a we've been stopping a lot of people who have been bringing their kids up there to walk on the ice floes so they can take pictures of them. Or uh, adults out there climbing up the great big towers, 20 feet tall of ice for pictures. You know, why it may be fun, Kevin, I think everybody's got to admit it's not exactly the wisest thing to do in this type of weather. <laughs> no, no, it is not. Yeah. Uh, be smart, people. Be smart. Exactly. You know, Mother Nature is always going to win. You know, I remember that gal many years ago talking about the uh, ice heave was going to get stopped by a garage over there by Isaides. It took the garage right down, and in the background, her kids running on the ice heave while it's moving. I thought, oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Steve, I mean, what, you've, you've seen a lot of uh, late springs, you know, so you, you can give a good estimate here. With the temps we have, the wind blowing like it is, what would you say the odds are we can get on Malax for the opener? I think it's going to be good, Kevin. We just got to play the wind. You know, that's the main thing. You know, get all that ice moving to one side, and you got three other sides to fish on Malax Lake. I think we're going to get out. I think we're going to have some fun. It's going to be a shallow water bite. Obviously, you know, the water's been cold longer than normal. So things are going to be a little bit later than normal, you know, the spot and everything uh, for them to recuperate and everything is going to be a little bit longer as well. But I believe it should be a decent bite, uh, you know, uh, six foot snails with a uh, jumbo leech, uh, jumbo leech right below a bobber, a float should be another good alternative. And there's always a good jig and minnow bite going on the rocks too. But I'm thinking anywhere from about uh, five feet to about 12 feet of water is going to be the ticket for these walleyes, Kevin. Uh, yes, and of course, uh, walleye opener weekend also means northern uh, is open, and uh, you know you're a predator guy, so you might you might have to go after a couple of those. I'm guessing. Oh, I love the northern pike. I mean, I that's how I caught my first muskie was by accident trolling for big pike. Uh, definitely get out there and have some fun. I'm going to be soaking a sucker minnow when it comes time for the northern pike, Kevin. I'm going to go uh, probably nothing bigger than six inches for a sucker minnow, and maybe a foot and a half, two feet off the bottom, fish the pockets in the cabbage. I know where a lot of those are. That's what I'm going to be doing. They're going to be lethargic. They're not going to be chasing too many spitter beats with big ones or too many spoons. You know, the smaller ones definitely will. But uh, with this cooler weather, they're going to be a little bit lethargic, and it's going to be a lot easier for them to have a stationary presentation than to run something down where their metabolism says, hey, let's not, let's not work so hard for this meal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Steve, um, you know, it's it, again, we talked about the muskies are about a month away. Um, so there's there's plenty of uh, time to go out and do a bunch of other fishing. And also that month gives you a chance to do a little scouting, too, I would guess. Oh, no doubt. It really does. It helps out a lot. We get a chance to go into the shallow water, take a look at them, and uh, find out where they are. What stage of the spot are they in? They're going to be after the spot and everything, but are they going to be starting to go on the prowl looking for some baits and everything? Uh, my favorite is watching these big fish just laying in there, Kevin. You know, I don't want to harass them, but uh, we've seen muskies up to 59, 60 inches laying in the shallows and everything. But when the opener day comes, we'll give it a shot, see what happens and everything, uh, tie into some pike on the sideline. And we always tie into some big smallmouth bass as well when we're musky fishing, which is odd. They love spinnerbaits. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I want to, uh, if, if anyone's listening that knows about this, one thing is there's a group of guys who love to post on YouTube. They accidentally catch muskies while they're chasing northern pike. I've seen them in Wacom Bay the other year. 
uh, two years ago, and they're using lures, Kevin, well over six inches, and which is illegal until the opener. So, uh, you know, let's, let's not do that kind of stuff, folks. It's just, you know, if you kill a fish, you're just as guilty as poaching. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, um, <laughs> as, we get, as we get ready for the opener, it's been theoretical. We've talked about it, but it's just been mainly theory. Now it looks like we might actually have an opener with some water. So what do we need to do to be ready to go? I mean, we don't want to be one of those pains in the you-know-what uh, uh, at the access <laughs> on the opener. <laughs> don't be that guy. I wrote yeah. an article about that. Yep, don't be that guy. Have everything out of your boat, folks, before you get to the landing. Have your rods and reels all ready. Have the lures tied on. Have your snails tied on. Have your bobbers and hooks tied on. Have that all set. Have uh, everything you need with you when you get to the landing. Have your bait. Get that cover off before you get to the landing. Don't be that guy or gal trying to take the cover off while you're backing in and everybody's looking at you with an evil eye. So have everything that you need, cover off, rods and reels ready, anchor ready, have the plug in back in. I know it sounds goofy, but we have all done it at one time or another, including myself. You know, get that plug in. Have your life jackets ready. Have your throw cushion ready. If you've got a boat cabin over 16 feet long, by law, you need a fire extinguisher. Have that ready. Have your license in your pocket and your billfold ready. So if a game warden approaches you or a sheriff, you're all set. You're not wasting your fishing time. You just show them everything, show them what you got, and there you go. That's what I like to do is be that kind of ready. And I also got to admit, I have been guilty also of going to the landing without my boat and just watching the sideshow. <laughs> it can be quite interesting at times, folks. So get ready and have fun. You know, um, all you want to do is be the guy that backs his boat in, parks the truck, gets on the water. That's it. Yep. Yeah, nothing else. No, no. Oh, I forgot that. Oh, I forgot that. That's uh, that is just not acceptable. We've had plenty of time to get ready. Oh, exactly. I had one guy look at me. He goes, "Why is everybody so mad at me?" I said, "Dude, you got two bikes in your boat. You got a small dresser in your boat." I said, "What do you think? You had plenty of time to unload it." <laughs> Some people, Kevin, will never learn. Oh, it, it, that, that's a that is a fact. All right, Steve. Um, anything else we should know before the opener hits us? No, I tell you what, uh, Connor is guide, guide, uh, assisting me this year, guiding. He has some uh, days open during the first week of opener muskie fishing. It can be fantastic, folks. I think one of our better days, opening day, was seven muskies on and five bolted up to 52 and a half inches. And we took that one, Kevin, over 50 pounds two years ago, you know, the first week. So things are looking good. Go on our website, check it out, uh, com. You'll see some, uh, there's two muskies are over 50 pounds. Uh, give us a call. We'll make it a fun day for you. We'll make it a whole day for you. We'll teach you why, when, where, and how we're fishing these fish. So uh, my home phone landline is 320-253-7535. I'll drop my voice down in here. And my cell number is 320-333-2941. I get excited, Kevin, when I'm doing the show with you. My voice keeps going higher. Sorry about that. <laughs> Not a worry. Steve, great to have you on the show, uh, and I, I'm hopeful that we'll all be floating around on soft water uh, on May 13th. I hope as well, so everybody please be safe. Bob Bunyan Country.